This is Viewpoint with attorney and author Chuck Chrismeyer. Viewpoint is a one-hour talk show confronting the issues of America's heart and home. And now with today's edition of Viewpoint, here is Chuck Chrismeyer. Buckle up, my dear friends, because today we're going to take a COVID Express, the COVID Express. And we're going to find out what's really going on today on Viewpoint concerning this matter. You know that we have had quite a number of programs over the past uh, uh, several months, in fact, the past year, concerning the matter of COVID and the ostensible vaccines. But today we're going to see things, well, from a doctor's viewpoint. In fact, we have a special doctor who is joining us here today on Viewpoint from Houston, Texas. We're going to hear from her in just a few moments. But before we do, I want to set the stage with some of the most recent developments that we need to know about. First of all, the United States Transportation Security Administration has now indicated it is proposing fines of $85,990 if you do not wear a mask at an airport or on a plane. $85,990, friends. That is tantamount almost to something you might be assessed. Maybe if you had committed murder, who knows? The governor of Washington has begun a process that could result in a statewide mandate for all workers to accept the experimental COVID-19 shots in order to be able to get a paycheck. Sounds an awful lot like Revelation chapter 13, friends, if you haven't read it lately. Then Dr. Scott Jensen, he's been probed for five times now for expressing his views concerning the pandemic. Israeli scientists are very concerned. In fact, it's called severe concerns, sounding the alarm to the FDA, the American Federal Drug Administration, concerning COVID vaccines for kids. The Israeli group said it recognizes the Jewish state has been seen as the world laboratory regarding the safety and efficacy of the Pfizer vaccine, but the data is flawed, the group says, and cannot be depended upon. The letter by the Israeli Professional Ethics Front outlines what it describes as the main features of Israel's data and reporting. Number one, lack of a public and transparent adverse events reporting system. Number two, severe impairments in healthcare professionals' adverse events reporting system. And it's a very long letter and article, but apparently the FDA doesn't receive correction. So the FDA advisors now, as you know, have approved backing the Pfizer uh, COVID-19 vaccine, or shot, we should say, for children ages 5 to 11. They don't care about whether or not there are adverse effects. In fact, one of the doctors who was on the team advising the FDA, FDA said, well, look, if we don't give these vaccines or these shots uh, to these children, how will we know if there's ever any problem? In other words, what he was actually saying was, we're going to use our children, 20-some million of them, as experimental uh, subjects for this shot. It isn't really a vaccine. 
Governor Kay Ivey in Alabama is infuriated by what's going on. She calls it outrageous. So she's instructed state agencies to resist Joe Biden's COVID vaccine mandate for all federal employees. She signed an executive order forbidding executive branch agencies from penalizing employees or businesses for noncompliance with the federal vaccine mandate. Then, in addition to that, the feds have now announced plans to require flyers to show COVID documents. Does this sound familiar? Sounds almost like Nazi Germany, doesn't it? Show us your papers. No wonder 49% of the American public believe that Dr. Fauci is acting like Dr. Faust and hasn't told the truth about the funding, and 46% want him to resign. In addition to that, another report from the CDC says that immunocompromised people may need a fourth COVID shot. I thought we were supposed to only have one. Then it was two. Then there was going to be needing a backup, three. Now it's four, friends, and it's never going to end. And that's the intent until finally one comes that will cause every human being on this planet to submit to a global government. Almost two years into the coronavirus pandemic, this comes from Israel National News Today, the FDA is expected to rule in favor of vaccinating children between the ages of 5 and 11 any day now that its panel of advisors gave the kids a shot, a green light. Finally, coronavirus, A30 variant, efficiently evades the antibodies induced by the Pfizer and AstraZeneca vaccines. In other words, those vaccines are not preventing these various uh, variants. In fact, they're actually facilitating those variants. Finally, 91 scientific studies have declared that natural immunity from previous COVID infection is the best protection of all. I have an inch of articles here on the broadcast desk that we could flood your mind with, but we want to get into connection with our special guest today, Dr. Stella Emanuel. So here is the introduction that she gave in Washington, D.C., back in July, she said, I was speaking to the nation for the first time. I'm a primary care physician in Houston, Texas. You know, I actually went to medical school in West Africa, Nigeria, where I took care of malaria patients, treating them with hydroxychloroquine. So I'm actually used to use these medications. I'm here that is in Washington, D.C., because I have personally treated over 350 patients with COVID, patients who have diabetes, patients who have high blood pressure, patients who have asthma, old people. I think my oldest patient is 92. And the result has been the same. I put them on hydroxychloroquine, I put them on zinc, and I put them on azithromycin, and they are all well. For the past few months, I've taken care of over 350 patients, and have not lost one, not diabetic, not uh, somebody with high blood pressure, not somebody with asthma, not an old person, have not lost one patient. And on top of that, I put myself, my staff, and my doctors 
I know, on hydroxychloroquine for prevention because by the very mechanism of action, it works early as a prophylactic. And so, she says, we give them breathing treatments. We only wear surgical masks. None of us has gotten sick. It works. So right now, I am here in Washington, D.C. to declare the truth to you. Well, that was over a year ago, friends, and she's with us here on Viewpoint today to bring us up to date. Dr. Stella Emanuel, so good to have you, sister. Thank you so much, Chuck, for bringing me on. I am really honored to be here today. That speech was amazing, wasn't it? It was the Lord that actually spoke that day through me because um, prior to that, the whole world was taking fear. The whole world. Exactly. And I want to give you an opportunity, doctor, I want to give you an opportunity after this break to begin to unfold your history and story. Stay tuned, friends. You're about to hear something wonderful. Once upon a time, children could pray and read their Bibles in school. Divorces were practically unknown, as was child abuse. In our once great America, virginity and chastity were popular virtues, and homosexuality was an abomination. So what happened in just one generation? Hi, I'm Chuck Chrismar, and I urge you to join me daily on Viewpoint, where we discuss the most challenging issues touching our hearts and homes. Could America's moral slide relate to the Fourth Commandment? Listen to Viewpoint on this radio station or anytime at saveus.org. Welcome back to Viewpoint. I'm Chuck Chrismar. Our special guest today, Dr. Stella Emanuel, who became nationally famous, uh, unsuspectingly to her, uh, back over a year ago when she appeared in Washington, D.C. with a bunch of other doctors to declare the truth concerning COVID, concerning the proper and reasonable treatments of it, and what should be done. She's joining us here today with her special uh, book, Let America Live. Exposing the Hidden Agenda Behind the 2020 Pandemic. She talks about her journey, and we want to hear a little bit about that journey. I'm looking at your smiling face on the front of your book, Stella. Uh, it's so good to have you on the program. Thank you, sir. I'm really, really honored to be here today. And yes, we need to, uh, we need to expose what's really going on so that people can wake up and, you know, and do that which is needful. You know, when we were, uh, when I was on the, at the steps of the Supreme Court, I do believe that that day was really the Lord that just uh, took my voice and rang it throughout the nations of the world mm-hmm, to give us mm-hmm. hope, hope, a little hope. Prior to that, the whole world was caged in fear. We're all going to die was a thought in everybody's mind. And then that day we, st- we stood on the air, COVID has treatment, you know, people need to get, people don't have to die. And it really just brought hope. And of course, the devil was terrified, like, oh, who is this talking, you know? Well, the but, uh, reaction to you mm-hmm. was uh, was horrific among yes. the uh, the shall we say the legacy news out there, the media. Uh, they trumped up a virtual war against you and declared you a, a medical heretic, uh, as did Dr. Fauci and the CDC. It was like the whole world rose up against you and the frontline doctors that had joined with you. Um, not the whole world, but just the lamestream media. <laughs> <You know? laughs> Actually, the whole world woke up because that, that day was like a watershed moment. It was. Doctors woke up. Um, people that were quiet woke up. Uh, activists woke up. I mean, it just, people needed that day. There are people that have been locked up in their houses for three months without coming out. So that day was like something just, and that is why it went so viral because it's the Lord that did it. Nobody can go that viral. 
But uh, it went all over the nations of the world, everywhere. People were talking about me in little small towns in Venezuela and in, in West Africa and in India. You know, it was just, um, God just did it. It was kind of like things were so bad that the Lord just gave us a ray of hope, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And yes. uh, that was, so was in so July of 2020, yes. wasn't it? Yes, sir. And of course, I got attacked. But you know, the interesting thing about me getting attacked, they attacked my ministry. Uh-huh. And they knew that. I knew the deep stuff, what was going on, and we're going to break it down. At the time when I was talking that this is a spiritual battle, it's a battle of good versus evil. It is a propaganda battle. It's not a medical battle. The things that they are saying medically doesn't make sense. Oh, people thought, oh, you're too intense, Dr. Emanuel, calm down. You know, even the doctors were telling me, oh, no, calm down, just talk about hydroxy. I said, guys, we are in a spiritual battle. You guys have to wake up. If we don't fight this battle spiritually, we're going to lose. Yeah. So everybody just, even till today, I still tell them. And now a lot of people realize that we're in a spiritual battle. But the sad part is most people don't know how to get to the mercy seat where we can obtain mercy from the Lord. All so right, people well, are just still lost out there. You know, they know something crazy and, and spiritual is going on. They know something spooky is going on. But they just don't know. Somehow, the church that is supposed to be the leader to, to lead people to the light in this situation, the church is fast asleep. And it is the, the people that are trying to do awakening are in the highways and the byways, you know. They are patriots, regular patriots, some of yeah. them Christians, some of them a mixture of Christianity and all kinds of stuff. They are the ones trying to wake people up or fight these globalists. And it's really sad, but uh, we just have to keep praying that uh, God will show us mercy. Because it's only the mercy of God can redeem us from where we are right now. Well, that's absolutely true. And that's one of the things that makes your book very unusual, is Mm -hmm. that not only do you deal with uh, the virus and uh, the various uh, alternatives that have been presented uh, concerning Mm -hmm. and whether the efficacy of those and how all of this developed and where it came from, you deal with all of those things but then you deal with those in the context of a much bigger picture. And you've spoken to yeah. that as a spiritual war, a spiritual picture, a spiritual mm-hmm. environment in which these secular uh, things are taking place to drive a much, much bigger agenda. And yeah. uh, at the end of the book, of course, you uh, you give a clear direction as to some things that uh, professing Christians need to do uh, mm-hmm. with regard to our nation, uh, in responding to the spiritual issue that's involved here. So we're tying it all together. Uh, you've, you and I have never talked here, but, uh, uh, I sensed your heart immediately and mm-hmm. I'm so glad that you've joined us here. Let me uh, make your book available here on our website and to our listeners. Uh, friends, it's called Let America Live. Exposing the agenda, the hidden agenda behind the 2020 pandemic. It is a $25 book, yours for $21 on our website, saveus.org. That's saveus.org. Give us a call, 1-800-SAVE-USA, 1-800-SAVE-USA, or write to us at Save America Ministries, P.O. Box 70879, Richmond, Virginia, 23255. Writing a check at $5 for postage and handling, and we'll get the book in your hands now in order to look to see the bigger agenda here uh, it is my conviction and i'd like to uh, to hear your thoughts on this it is my conviction that what we're looking at here is not fundamentally a medical issue yes there is a, a a virus 
the coronavirus yes. and its various uh-huh. uh, variants. Yes, uh-huh. that is true. But this is being seized for an ul- ulterior motive, a bigger agenda called a one-world government or one-world yes. order. Do you see it that way? Yes. Actually, I see coronavirus as a Trojan horse for a vaccine. I think, uh, I mean, you've heard about all this stuff with Anthony Fauci and gain of function. Mm-hmm. I do believe coronavirus was created in the lab as a Trojan horse for the vaccine. Uh, coronavirus by itself is not as deadly as they made it sound. Last year, almost every kind of disease that was, almost every disease was coronavirus. So the numbers were inflated. <laughs> I mean, we saw all the, the people dying on the streets in New York and the mugs. And then we saw people falling around. In, I mean, they had the media go into a frenzy just to show us how evil, how crazy the disease was. Why? So that we can get people in fear. When people get to a stage of fear, they can be manipulated to do anything. Yeah. You know, um, I mean, within two, a few weeks, we were manipulated to wear masks and cover our faces, even when masks really don't work. You know, um, using a mask to, to filter coronavirus, it's like putting on a chain link fence to filter a mosquito. But people still wait. Even in places where they say, take off your mask, you can take off your mask, people still wait. That just shows how the level of control and mental and, and spiritual manipulation that has come upon the minds of people. You know, when we came out, in, when I came out in, in July, we had seen about 350 patients. Uh-huh. Right now, we've seen over, 50, over like 100,000 patients mm. with about maybe 35,000 sick patients. And uh, we, we have a few people that have died. And right now, the reason is people come to our, to our clinic right now that are so sick. People come, to our, um, people come with oxygen of 70. People run away from the emergency room to come to our clinic mm. when they are so sick. And the message I want to send to America before we even go forward to dig deeper into this thing is, today, right now, go on our website, drstellamd.com, drstellamd.com, sign up, get hydroxychloroquine, get ivermectin, keep it in your medicine cabinet, take it weekly with your vitamins, and take that for prevention now, or keep it in your closet, even if you don't want to take it for prevention. So that if something happens, you have it handy. The winter is coming. It's going to be a carnage. And people are going to be knocking on our door. People are going to be falling on the streets and dying if they don't make sure that right now they have something they can use immediately. Mm-hmm. It takes us sometimes a week to get to patients because of the sheer number of patients that we see. But and we cannot, we cannot be in a position where you've been sick for one or two weeks and then that's when you're coming to see us or that's when you're trying to get medicine. Right now, we have doctors in all 50 states that are licensed in all 50 states. We have mom and pop pharmacies that can ship to all 50 states. But it has to be done now. We don't use mainstream pharmacies anymore. All the Walgreens and the, and the Walmarts and the uh, CVSs, we mm-hmm. don't use them because when we use them, number one, they would cancel the medication. They won't let us know. You have to call three, four, five pharmacies just to get somebody that to agree to ship to do these medicines. And we don't have that kind of time. The okay. second thing is that each time we use this mainstream pharmacy, they'll go and call the board and report, oh, Dr. Man is prescribing hydroxychloroquine. Yes, the boards will look into it and say, yes, she has the right to, but it takes, it's costing off money and attorney fees and everything, fighting boards all over the place. So we've decided to cut off the mainstream pharmacies. And of course, a lot of our mom and pop pharmacies have been put out of business mm-hmm. by these big conglomerates. So we, right now, when we see patients, our mom and pop pharmacies will ship the, the, the medications to them directly. If they are sick, it's an overnight shipping. So we want people to go right now, get their medication, keep it in their closet, make sure that you are not too sick when you come to us. 
we don't have the ability to see patients in an emergency basis. We don't have the ability to see you when you're too sick. When right. you're too sick, our, 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 our protocols don't work, you know. Well, so as they say, you don't get it, as, as they say, a, an ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure. And yes. uh, that's what you're talking about here. In fact, at the back of your book, you have uh, what you call my COVID-19 protective measures protocols, and yes. treatment mm-hmm. protocols. Uh, what a it's a simple thing that you've laid out here. Uh, I have personally not seen anything like this, even mm-hmm. though uh, I've been on the air now for 26 and a half years and have uh, studied this issue. But this is the very best, simplest expression uh, that I have found, and I thank you for it. Uh, you break it down uh, as a preventative or prophylactic uh, treatment, protective measures, uh, both for hydroxychloroquine and then also for I- ivermectin. Then, yeah. in addition to that, you have a treatment protocol if you're sick. And uh, that's also for hydroxychloroquine and or ivermectin, uh, together with additional clinical wisdom. Now, you're not mm-hmm. actually making a prescription in the sense that you're looking at somebody in the face and saying, well, this is, this is good for you, uh, notwithstanding whatever you're going through. You're, you're giving a what, it, what might be called a generic protocol. Mm-hmm. And yeah, uh, I, mean, I think can, that's, can, it's mm-hmm. beautiful. It's beautiful. Now, I, will, I have a question for you, because mm-hmm. you talk about uh, hydroxychloroquine, the, the protocol, and also ivermectin. Yeah. Uh, in balance, you were most familiar with hydroxychloroquine, but how yeah. about ivermectin? Well, we have been using ivermectin since April of last year. People are just finding out about ivermectin, and it's becoming popular. And, of course, it's getting the trashing that hydroxychloroquine got last year. Mm -hmm. Both hydroxychloroquine and ivermectin, they both work. When people are sick, we give them the two. When they are just coming for prevention, some get ivermectin, some get hydroxychloroquine, they both work. And they are both safe medications that have been used for other things that are approved by the FDA. You know, there was a time when the FDA put out this stuff that, oh, you're not a horse, don't take horse medicine. Making it sound as if ivermectin is just a horse medicine. That's crazy. After all, they have horse, they have they have animal uh, antibiotics that human beings also use. There's just such a crazy propaganda against anything that can help. You know, even you want, even in the hospitals, they refuse to give vitamin D and zinc, just simple vitamins. Why? Because they want people to die. Our hospitals have become a jail cell of death. People are not dying in the hospital because they are vaccinated or unvaccinated. I keep saying they are dying because they are withholding treatment from them. They want people to die. They want they want people to they, they want to depopulate the world. Um, uh, Bill Gates said that if they do a good job of vaccines, they can reduce the world population by ten to fifteen percent. So that is they are doing that. They want people to be scared because other people are going to die to be scared to go take the vaccine. Why are they pushing a vaccine for a disease that is completely treatable and completely preventable? A disease that has a 99.99% survival rate. If you don't have an underlying medical problem, the likelihood from dying from COVID is very, very slim. Children really don't even get COVID. We have patients coming to the clinic, the parents can't breathe, the children are jumping all over the place and playing with maybe just a slight sniffle. Children don't get COVID like that. So I don't know why they want to vaccinate our children. Children have gotten myocarditis, they've gotten inflammation in their heart, they have died because of this vaccine, and nobody's reporting it. People are being sterilized because of the vaccine. Why? 
the the ACE2 uh, receptors that are in the ovaries, that are in the, in the testicles, that are in the placenta, it is the same thing. It looks it, it looks similar to what the spike button looks like. So your body attacks you and destroys this thing, and then you become sterilized. It's such a diabolic, demonic thing that is going yeah. on. And you know what? They are plowing through. People are dying. They are plowing through with it. People are screaming and crying on the street. They are plowing through with this stuff. And they are releasing other variants so that they should scare people. This is... We are in Revelation 13, like you said it. Yeah. This is sheer wickedness. It is sheer wickedness. At this time, it's wickedness. It's wickedness beyond comprehension. You know, Revelation 13 is one one of the scriptures I quote all the time. Because this stuff... This stuff is deeper than what a lot of people think. You know? Yeah. The Bible says in Revelation 13, verse 14. Okay, hold hold on just a second. I need to ask you to hold that thought because we're going into a break. And I know you're going to need substantial time to talk about it. Again, we're talking with Dr. Stella Emanuel. Her book, Let America Live, exposing the hidden agenda behind the 2020 pandemic. I think you hear her passion. We'll make her book available in just a moment. There is so much more about Chuck Chris Meyer and Save America Ministries on our website, saveus.org. For example, under the marriage section, God has marriage on his mind. Chuck has some great resources to strengthen your marriage. First off, a fact sheet on the state of the marital union, a fact sheet on the state of ministry, marriage, and morals. SaveUS.org. Marriage, divorce, and remarriage. What does the Bible really teach about this? Find all of this at SaveUS.org. Also, a letter to pastors, the Hosea Project, SaveUS.org, and many more resources to strengthen your marriage. It's all on Chuck's website, SaveUS.org. Again, you can listen to Chuck's Viewpoint broadcast live and archived. Save America Ministries website at SaveUS.org. Again, our special guest today, Dr. Stella Emanuel, who appeared back in July of 2020 with a number of other frontline doctors there at the U.S. Supreme Court in Washington, D.C., to make a declaration to the country and to the world uh, concerning the uh, the desperate situation that we were uh, being placed in due to uh, a virtual fraudulent message. Uh, message that was being perpetrated upon the American people in order to create intense fear to bring every man, woman, and child under the absolute control of government. And not just this government, but ultimately through this government to a new world order or global government. Uh, Stella, I had to uh, cut you off, so uh, pick us up from where we were. Yes. So uh, I was about to really dig a, li- a little bit into the Bible to let people know that the times that we're in, especially as Christians, we should be like the sons of Issachar that know the times that we're in so that we can respond accordingly because right. they knew what Israel ought to do. Right now, it's the time for us to dig deep into what's going on and just really go out there and start ministering to people because our redemption draws nigh. Exactly. So in the book of Revelation uh, 13, as I was about to read, there's something that is the Lord revealed to me here that was really deep and spooky. Revelation 13, 14 says, He deceived them that dwell on the earth by the means of those miracles which He had power to do in the sign of the beast, saying to them that dwell on earth that they should make 
an image unto the beast, which was wounded by the sword and did live. Verse 15, he had power to give life unto the image of the beast, that the image of the beast should both speak and cause as many as will not worship the image of the beast to be killed. He causes all, both small, great, rich, poor, free and born, to receive a mark in their right hand or on their forehead, that no man might buy or sell, save he has the mark or the name of the beast or the number of his name. He that has wisdom, let him have, let him, let him that has understanding count the number of the beast. It's six, six, six. All right, now, so um, there's something going on here. The Bible says here that the devil would deceive human beings and they will make an image unto the beast, an image unto mm-hmm. the beast. The devil will have power to give breath, to give life to this image, that this image will speak and it will cause as many as will not worship the devil to be killed. Now, if you've heard about, let's bring this, like, you know, I have a show called Bible and Science and Current Events. Mm-hmm. If you look at this, there is an institute right now in the country called Clonate. And what they do is that they clone human beings. If you look at CRISPR technology, it's a technology that came on recently. Mm-hmm. CRISPR technology can splice your genes and introduce a code. If you look at, um, you know, they, they now have, I listened to a lecture by Charles Morgan. You can pull it up online. It's Charles Morgan. He gave a lecture at West Point saying that they're going to be able to program our minds. They're going to be able to teach us things even while we sleep. They're going to be able to take over people's minds and make them do things. And the people will think that it's their own thought. You know what I'm saying? So here, the word God, of God is saying that the devil will, will make image a clone. And the devil will have power to give life, to give breath to these clones that they'll be able to walk, they'll talk, they'll be able to cause us to be killed, just like they're killing people in the hospitals. The clones will be able to cause people to be killed, you know, babies out of wombs. We are in that time now. In 2011, the Lord showed me a prophetic vision. I was we had just done a 100-day prayer program. We locked ourselves in my compound. We prayed for 100 days. We didn't come out of that compound round the clock. On day 99, I had a dream. These people came into that compound, and I was beating them, just knocking them around, slapping them around. At some point, they told me, stop. You cannot kill us. We are genetically modified human beings. There are a lot of us around. We, it's not our time yet. When it's our time, we will manifest. Then they even told me somebody I knew in the physical, that was one of them. And he explained that person's really crazy behavior. Then um, in 2012, when the Lord told me I was in Louisiana, when the Lord told me to move to Houston, I had another one of those prophetic dreams. And this time, I could see people walking on the streets, some were human and some were other creatures. People swimming in the swimming pools and in the lakes, and you would see mermaids swimming with human beings. And the human beings did not recognize that they were swimming with other creatures. That or they were walking. You see two or three people walking, and the human beings will just walk as if it's another human being. But I'll be seeing it in the spirit, and the other person will be some kind of creature, you know. So um, then, immediately, like a few days after that, I had uh, I don't know what I was looking for online. I found this movie called The Leaf. It was done by John Carpenter in the sixties. The T H E Y Leaf L I V E. I watched that movie. I said, Lord, this is what is happening. In that movie, if you put on these glasses, you will see people, you will see the mind control, you will see creatures walking around with human beings, and if you, when you take off the glasses, they look like human beings. So, and then the Lord started talking to me. I said, Lord, this is crazy. I need to see it in the Bible. That's when the Lord brought me to Revelation. And then all to the book of Daniel. 
The Bible says this in the book of Daniel. And why I'm saying this is that the church has to recognize what is going on, not just as a spiritual thing, but something that the Bible already wrote about, and mm. so that we can wake up just and be able to handle it. In other words, way. we've got to have a much bigger picture, a much bigger yes. vision. It's not just about what's happening with a, a few yes. people with regard mm. to COVID. It's not about the little things that we see around. It's a mm-hmm. much, much bigger picture that we need to be considering. Yes. You see, sometimes when people get f- focused on mask mandate, mask fighting about masks, I'm like, guys, you're picking up the wrong thing to fight about. What the heck if they give you a mask mandate? We are dealing with people being genetically corrupted, and there are people are busy fighting about masks. I mean, masks don't work, but that is not the, the, the focus of somebody's fight. It's like you have an elephant in your house destroying everything, and then you're busy trying to fight the little chicken. You know, we, if you go to the book of Daniel, Daniel chapter 42, what happened here? Nebuchadnezzar, the king in Babylon at that time, about 600 years B.C., saw, had a dream. He had gone to sleep asking what was going to happen in the, in, in the future. And God, in his infinite mercy, gave this Gentile king a vision of the future. Mm-hmm. He, he had a dream. He had this image. This image was terrible. The image had a head of gold and breastplate of silver and, you know, and the, 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 um, the arms and everything were brass. Mm-hmm. The legs were iron and the feet was iron mixed with clay. Right. Of course, you know, you and I were made from earth. Like Adam was created from the earth, so we're considered clay. So this is where I pick up the script, this, uh, this reading. Daniel chapter 2, verse 42. He said, as the toes of the feet were part iron and part clay, so the kingdom shall be partly strong and partly broken. He said, and whereas thou sawest iron mixed with mary clay, they shall mingle themselves with the seed of men. But they shall not cleave one to another, even as iron is not mixed with clay. Hmm. They who shall mingle themselves, their iron mingle with the Mary Clay. That means it was going to be a time when man would merge with machine, like the $6 million man or the bionic All right. woman. Let me, let me pick up on that uh, so that you're not having to carry the whole burden on communicating that. I am mm-hmm. in the process about uh, three-fourths through writing a new book, my tenth, called Messiah, Unveiling mm-hmm. the Mystery of the Ages. And in that book, I have an entire chapter dealing with uh, dozens and dozens and dozens of quotations uh, from our time showing the intent of just what you said, of merging mind and machine to create mm-hmm. a human messiah. The human 2.0. That's right. Uh, so that mankind will become his own savior, his own messiah. And uh, you're exactly right. That's just one illustration of it, but that is indeed what they're trying to do. If they can get us, like in Genesis 6, the Bible talks about a time when the sons of God, which are the angels, came down and slept with the daughters of men. You see, the sons of God described in Genesis 6 is the same way mm-hmm. the sons of God were described in the book of Job. You know, So he said, they came and they slept with women, and then they produced this hybrid. The angels that did that were locked up with everlasting chains. But the hybrids that were produced were like 30-foot giants, and they were in the earth. The Bible says that the, the, the violence in Genesis 6, that the, the, the earth was violent because of these creatures. And there was so much violence that God decided that he was going to, God regretted creating man on earth, and he was going to destroy man. Revelation 6, 13. 
that the end of all flesh has come before me. The earth is filled with violence through them. So these creatures were a 30 foot giant. You could see them know that, yeah, this, there, 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 that's a giant. That's a creature. But now, when these angels were locked up and after the flood of Noah, the Bible says there were giants on the earth in those days and afterward, when they created this mixed breed. So after the flood of Noah, these big creatures were all flooded. Their body was flooded, but their spirits lived on and their spirits still love to possess human beings, infect human beings and cause chaos. So that is why when they left there, they went to the Tower of Babel. They tried to gather in the Tower of Babel, build a tower, get, get Nimrod into the, into the heavens. That failed. God came and destroyed it. They gathered in Sodom and Gomorrah. The Bible testifies in the book of Jude that Sodom and Gomorrah, they went after strange flesh. Yep. Sodom and Gomorrah was destroyed. By the time they got to Pharaoh, Pharaoh was trying to kill the children, kill anything that had to do with the Messiah. They have been, times and times when the devil has tried to do this, take over the world, and God has always come to destroy it. Well, so, that is, that's where we, we are today. About this. Mm-hmm. I, I, I want to take this back to uh, uh, a chapter in your book called mm-hmm. Mixed Seed and Coming Days of Noah. And yes. let's let's put this in a synthesized context for our time right now. You say, uh, even before there was the virus and the vaccines, the devil's fingerprints were all over this generation. Yes. Ten years ago, who would have dreamed so many people would be covered by tattoos, addicted to mm-hmm. violence, unashamed about watching explicit sex scenes, changing their gender? Uh, or which is really impossible to do, training our children in schools that they're neither boys nor girls until they decide to be. Who would have thought that black children would act as if somebody had enslaved them and attacked people who were never slave owners just because of the color of their skin? Who would have foreseen that a government would give so much money in the form of free handouts that businesses could not find employees to work for them? Who imagined able-bodied people sitting home on the couch because they made more by not working? And how about the nearly total destruction of the black family and community and the welfare-addicted inner cities? Friends, we see all around us the evidence of a grand diabolical plan being carried out, and this COVID thing is happening now to complete the job to bring us under complete dominion of an ungodly government. We'll be right back, friends. Stay tuned. Have you ever considered what the early church was like? Many people are developing a heart longing for a greater fulfillment in our practices as Christians. A recent study showed 53,000 people a week are leaving the back door of America's churches in frustration. What is going on? Why has there not been even a 1% gain among followers of Christ in the last 25 years? Could it be that God is seeking to restore first century Christianity for the 21st century? Jesus said, I'll build my church. Is Christ by his spirit stirring to prepare the church for the 21st century? The early church prayed together and broke bread from house to house. They were family, and it was said by all who observed, behold how they love one another. Incredible. But the same can be found right now. Go to saveus.org and click Sell Church. We can revive first century Christianity for the 21st century. It's about people, not programs. It's about a body, not a building. That's saveus.org. Click Sell Church.
Welcome back to Viewpoint, friends. Our special guest today, Dr. Stella Emanuel, with her book, Let America Live, exposing the hidden agenda behind the 2020 pandemic. It talks also about her journey, and when you get the book, you're going to be fascinated to read uh, her complete story here. It's a $25 book, yours for $21. It's on our website, saveus.org. That's saveus.org. Give us a call at 1-800-SAVE-USA. That's 1-800-SAVE-USA. Or write to us at Save America Ministries, P.O. Box 70879, Richmond, Virginia, 23255. Again, writing a check at $5 for postage and handling. All right, there are some things that I want to get to uh, to get back into Doctorsville here. Uh, first of all, uh there was an article that was published in the Virology Journal in 2005 that said uh, chloroquine was a potent mm-hmm. inhibitor of the SARS-CoV-2 uh, uh, disease. Uh, so you immediately started using hydroxychloroquine for COVID patients. Now, this Virology Journal was actually an expression of the National Institute of Health, wasn't it? Yes, it was actually published under Anthony Fauci. Anthony Fauci was the was was the um, director of National Institute of Health at the time that uh, that article was published. That is the article that made me start using hydroxychloroquine. Anthony Fauci knows hydroxychloroquine works, and um, but I don't know. He's part of the agenda to depopulate the earth or to lead us into that direction. Uh-huh. You know, so yeah, so people should quit listening to Anthony Fauci. If, if like I was describing in the Book of Revelation here. Let me explain something. Revelation 2. Revelation 14, sorry. The Bible says that they will make clones. Some of these people that are pushing this agenda, they will make images, and the devil will give life to these images. Breath. Some of these people that are pushing this agenda, they are so evil, so heartless, so godless, Mm. so soulless. They are in the hospitals. They are in the abortion clinics. They are the ones that are pushing people to die. And, you you know, we hear about all this, you know, torturing children and drinking blood and everything. The Bible actually talks about it in Revelation 17, 6, that they are drunken with the blood of the saints and the blood of the martyrs. These things are creatures. We have different layers of people that are in the hospitals or wherever trying to cause chaos. The first layer of people are just people that don't know anything. They are deceived. They are hoodwinked. Their minds are clouded. They've been programmed. The second layer of people are just fearful. They, they, are fear, uh, they know the truth, but they're afraid to lose their job, their 401k, their nice little cushiony house at the, on the beach. Right. The third layer of people are what Ephesians call, Ephesians 6 calls, rulers of darkness of this world. That means human beings that have sold their soul to the devil, human beings that are witches, human beings that are cultists, that are satanists, that work with the devil. But the fourth group are spiritual wickedness. These are not human beings. As the Bible describes here in Revelation 14, they look like you and I, but they are a mingled seed, just like they said in Daniel. They are not human. The Word of God says in Matthew that that when the, the farmer sowed uh, a, a vintage, he sowed seed while men slept, while the church slept, while our generation slept. The devil came and sowed tears among them, and they look alike. You can't tear one. You can't remove them. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So we have a mingled seed among us, and they are the ones pushing this diabolic agenda. Well, if I, you I was can... talking to some doctor on, 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 on Facebook. This doctor said, 
we, the, people were reporting. They reported, they, they did this report that, okay, somebody tell me whether you have anybody that has died that did not take the vaccine. Oh, it went crazy. People were talking about people that have died from the vaccine complications. This doctor came in there and said that, oh, people should not listen to all that. They should just, they should go ahead and take the vaccine. It's safe. So I told that doctor, I said, you must be an AI. If you were not an AI, you would have been alarmed by all the comments and the reports that are coming in this thing. But because you're an AI, all you hear is take the vaccine is safe. Well, there's a, you know what? You could call it a conspiracy. You can call it whatever you Mm -hmm. want to call it. Uh, I, I try to avoid labels like that here because those labels become libels so that we can't think straight about the actual facts. So what we're really seeing here to tie some of these things together, uh, you mentioned Dr. Fauci. You mentioned how he uh, actually uh, supported uh, hydroxychloroquine back there in the uh, virology journal mm-hmm. in 2005. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So something happened between 2005 and 2020 that would mm-hmm. cause him to take a radically different position. And let me suggest what it is. That is, he is up to his eyeballs in connection with Bill Gates. Bill, yeah. In and fact, in fact he's on his board. He's on his board. And uh, even Dr. Burks who was previously part of the uh, coronavirus team, her mm-hmm. daughter was uh, working for uh, Bill Gates' foundation. So there is a interconnection between these people, mm-hmm. and Bill mm-hmm. Gates not only wants to depopulate the Earth by 10%, he wants to depopulate the Earth by 75%. That is yeah, his... Bill Gates is a eugenist. He's a eugenist. And, and, and so, so are many of them. But uh, Fauci's issue came way further because Fauci had, remember the pandemic movie? Fauci had a hand in HIV being spread around and the treatment being withheld until they could, I mean, yeah. it's just too much. But you know what, like I said, the Fauci are part of it. I'm just saying that right now in our hospitals, there are people that are not human in our cities. This is a worldwide phenomenon. If you go to any country, there's always these doctors in the hospital that wants to treat patients, give patients hydroxychloroquine and ivermectin and give them, you know, butacinide or something. Mm-hmm. And there's some, always some director that is banning it. There's some medical officer that is saying, he can't come into this country. There's some, there's some uh, politician or some, uh, you know, that is banning the whole country right. and taking it off the counter and just say, no, you can't use that. That's why this it is a is much worldwide. bigger agenda. It's worldwide. This is a, well, let's, let's quote, uh, uh, Klaus Schwab, who is mm-hmm. the founder and head of the World Economic Forum. World Economic Forum, yes. Yeah, he said uh, right after uh, Joe Biden's election, he said that th- we must seize this moment uh, mm-hmm. with the virus so that we can use it now to catapult the world finally into the new global the order, reset. which he has called the Great Reset. So mm-hmm. this is not a conspiracy theory. This is not uh, some way out kind of a thing. It may seem way out, but this mm-hmm. is what they have been looking to do for a very, very long time. Long time. And it yeah. is also the reason it. why uh, the world erupted against uh, uh, Donald Trump when he declared, we're going to make America great again. That went exactly mm-hmm. opposite in the face the of their agenda, yeah. goal of uh, a one-world global order. 
And mm-hmm. so they said, we have to take this guy out no matter what happens. We have to, no matter what we have to do, we have to get rid of this man. And that's what that is all about. It's very simple. It's not about his tweets. It's about that big, mm-hmm. big, big issue, which is ultimately a biblical issue. Now, let's talk about yeah. the doctors quickly. You have a section called Why Doctors Failed. Uh, why did mm-hmm. they fall for this foolishness? Well, you say there are several reasons. Mm-hmm. One, mm-hmm. most doctors are scared of being sanctioned. In other words, mm-hmm. the doctors themselves are driven by fear. What yeah. do they fear? They fear losing their cushiony job. They fear losing their license. They fear losing their, you know, some of them have children and families that they have to take care of. They're mm-hmm. just afraid. I've had doctors call me that are sick and breathe. Dr. Mane, please see me, uh, prescribe hydroxy for me. And I'm like, ma'am, you have a medical license. You can call it in for yourself. Oh, no, I'm afraid. I don't want it to be reflect on me. I don't want it to, I don't want it to go down. I don't want it to be documented under me that I call hydroxy. And I'm like, are you kidding me? You, you, you can't breathe. This is how much they are afraid. Some of them just don't know. And because we live in a litigious society, a lot of doctors don't know. They never use hydroxychloroquine. We used it. I'm used to it. I know it's safe. It's effective. A lot of them have never used it. They are scared of it, especially when they started bashing it and saying, it will stop your heart. It will cause this. It can kill you. I remember Sanjay Gupta on TV going, oh, it can kill you. Oh, my God, that day I could have gone through the TV to punch him at you, to, to just slap him in the face if I could. So I was like, no, it will not. You are a neurosurgeon. What do you know about hydroxychloroquine? When have you ever touched it? Where, how do you know about COVID? How can you be making statements whatever like that happened, you don't know anything Whatever about happened it? to the Hippocratic Oath, do no harm. Uh, I don't even think they do that oath anymore. I don't think do so. Do no harm. Doctors, so some of these doctors are just part of the globalists. Some of the doctors are just scared. Some of them are just like Luciferians and stuff like that. Some of them just don't have a clue. Yeah, all right. I call the doctors the good Germans. That's people being taken to the, to the You know, it's interesting. I was, I was just going to read from your book uh, to, to wrap things up. Uh, here's what you say. Perhaps most discouraging is that many doctors worked for institutions whose directives had been well incentivized to reward certain treatment options. For example, Medicare paid an extra 20% to hospitals for COVID patients. So hospitals Mm -hmm. could get paid more than $10,000 for COVID admissions. And if a patient was intubated in the hospital, that could go up to close to $40,000. So these Mm -hmm. institutions, money hungry, refused to use hydroxychloroquine or ivermectin and threatened or fired doctors who did. Many physicians became scared of losing their licenses and their livelihoods. Just last week, we had a woman on here uh, who had been speaking about this. She was a, uh, a nurse practitioner, highly revered in a particular hospital in the Northeast. And uh, they fired her. They just fired her after years mm-hmm. and years of highly respected service because she was questioning uh, the pursuit of, of the treatments for, for covid uh what is the what is the answer then how how do people you know it's like uh in the book of peter it says seeing then that all these things should be dissolved how should we then live what message do you have for our listeners today 
who are living in this time of massive, massive deception, even from those that they thought were most trustworthy, their own doctor. What do you say to them? All right. So number one, I'll tell people, first of all, be safe. Go on our website, get hydroxychloroquine, get ivermectin. Because whether it's alpha, lambda, delta, any kind of variant, they are all sensitive to hydroxychloroquine or ivermectin. Mm-hmm. Get it in your medicine cabinet now, today, today, today. Don't wait until tomorrow. Don't wait till you get sick. Number two, if you start having that sniffle, don't keep thinking, well, it's just my allergies. It will go away. It is better for you to get a treatment, get a dose or two of hydroxychloroquine, and then it is not COVID, than for you to wait a week or 10 days when you've gotten to a stage where you're in a cytokine storm and you cannot be treated, and then you realize, oops, this might be COVID. I can't breathe. At that time, we probably cannot help you. Number three, we need to pray like crazy. We need to pray. We need to read the Bible. A lot of Christians do not know the Bible. And if you are not a Christian, give your life to Christ. There is, in this last days, there's going to be two forces. It's going to be Jesus and Lucifer. They're not going to be, they're not going to be any other God. You, you know, Muhammad is not going to be there. Buddha is not going to be there. Krishna, Confucius, all those things, Scientology, it's not going to be there. It's going to be Jesus. And Lucifer, if you do not submit your life to Jesus, by default, you will be taken by Lucifer. Do you understand what I'm saying? It is just two forces in this last days. All those other things that are happening, it's not going to be there. Number four, what you need to do is not only submit your life to Jesus. You need to pray. You need to read the Word. Read the book of Revelation. Read the book of Daniel. Mm. Read Matthew 24. Read Mark 13. Make sure that you have information because you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. Then speak like crazy. Go around. Tell other people. Take this book. Teach other people. Bring people to Christ. You see, we, if you read, Bill Gates is saying he's going to depopulate the world by 75%. If you read Revelation, over 50 to 75% of the world is going to die. So the Bible is actually being, has already told us what you're hearing from this globalist. All right. You know what I'm saying? In so other words, today in is... Christ is gain. Today is the day of salvation, friends, and you can hear the passion in Dr. Stella Emanuel's uh, voice, in her spirit there, exposing the hidden agenda behind the 2020 uh, pandemic, Let America Live. Her book, a $25 book, yours for $21 on our website, saveus.org. I urge you to become a partner with us. Send your gifts by faith to Save America Ministries. Don't delay. Do it today. 26 and a half years, we've been preparing the way of the Lord for history's final hour. Also, go to our website. What is that website again? DrStellaMD.com. DrStellaMD.com. In fact, fact, if they use Save Us, Save us, we will give them a 5% discount. They use Save Us on our website. There we go. Viewpoint is supported by the faithful gifts of our listeners. Let me urge you to become a partner with Chuck as a voice to the church declaring vision for the nation. Join us again next time on Viewpoint as we confront the issues of America's heart and home.